Welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Inferno. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek out in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And one way we are going to be able to do that this summer is by taking a tour across Western New York, the Northeast, and talk about coach-athlete relationships. And it's something that I've done in the past here and there, speaking at uh, some colleges or high schools. Uh, I'm really excited that uh, this summer, June especially, is starting to book up kind of fast with coaches and gyms and training facilities reaching out to have me come speak to their coaches about coach-athlete relationships and how that dyad works and strategies, tips, and suggestions to help boost coach-athlete relationships or help athletes better perceive a stronger coach-athlete relationship with their coaches. Uh, coaches can better uh, establish healthy relationships with the athletes that they are in charge of at the specific facility. And it's really cool. I wish uh, sometimes that I would have uh, like dug in and really attacked my dissertation with that topic. But uh, since writing one research paper on the topic with Olympic coaches and throwers and coach-athlete relationships, working on another project right now that I really can't get into too much details about because we're still interviewing athletes and coaches and things, so I'm really excited about that. Um, But it's really interesting over the the two decades or so uh, research that's really examined this facet of coach-athlete relationships is that whether we're looking at qualitative research where we're interviewing coaches and athletes or quantitative where we're uh, collecting a lot of data, demographic information, things like that, uh, that we are finding in the field that how an athlete perceives their relationship with their coach is either going to positively or negatively affect their performances. And that's with uh, traditional team sports, American football, soccer, uh, baseball, basketball, hockey, and maybe your more non-traditional team sports when we're looking at golf, tennis, swimming and diving, like wrestling, track and field, things where we're not necessarily always dependent on somebody else uh, to make like an impact on our own performance. So like track, for example, uh, once your name is called to go into the circle, teammates really aren't going to be there to help you out too much but like in soccer if you have a strong defense and the defense uh, obviously helps the team look better but could also help the goalie uh, look better also so there's a lot of different you know ways to look at it whatnot Um, but the real cool thing about about the message and, and what I share is that the skills to enhance coach athlete relationships can be learned just like any other skill if you're teaching somebody how to shoot a basketball or dribble or throw a ball, um, throw a shot put, whatever it may be. You can teach people these skills. Uh, And there is uh, uh, not so much like a curriculum that I've developed, uh, but a framework more so of different activities and strategies that can be incorporated. And uh, Sophia Joet is really the 
researcher that has spearheaded a lot of, of this uh, uh, examination and topic. Um, she created a model, three, three C's plus one, of closeness, communication, co-orientation, and complementarity, where when you examine those four facets of the coach-athlete relationship individually, it kind of gives you a better picture of what what is that? What exactly is happening in that dyad? So the strategies for like closeness, co-orientation, communication, complementarity are really different things that coaches can incorporate in their day-to-day -day when they work with uh, their specific athletes. So it might be working with athletes in like a private gym, like a private facility. It might be working with um, athletes, let's say, track or soccer or like whatever basketball um, but sometimes we might think of some of the strategies for example um, greeting your athletes when they arrive at practice by their first name and making eye contact now something like that we might feel like we take things for granted right like granting or greeting our athletes when they arrive at practice. But think about the tone that that sets for not only the coach, but not, but, and not only the athlete, but for the culture of the team, right? If the coach is greeting every single athlete as they're coming in, as they're warming up, or while they're warming up, they have you know, 10, 15 seconds aside conversation with everybody before they really get into what they have to do. How that's such, such a positive culture coaches uh, taking time to talk to everybody kind of taking the temperature of the room if you will uh, of just figuring out where where the mindset is of their athletes as they're coming into practice that specific day uh, and a lot of those like strategies like tips I take more from like early education research as far as ways to engage students when you're working with them in the classroom uh, because the terms are, are pretty similar. I don't want to say interchangeable, but if you have teacher-student relationship, it's pretty similar to a coach-athlete relationship. So there's a lot that's been written in early childhood ed about uh, engaging students and how to establish relationships in like uh, classroom, healthy classroom environment <clears throat> at practice. The circle, that area, is my classroom. Just like any other coach might suggest that it's their classroom also. It's where our athletes come to learn how to uh, hone in their technique and throw farther ultimately, right? It's the ultimate end goal <clears throat> eventually when we're looking at things because we want our athletes to throw farther than they did the week before or the season before or the year before, whatever. So you can do that, uh, and and that like classroom environment. Uh, I don't know. I think it adds to the relationship development, right? Most of us as throwing coaches, we don't have like twenty-five or thirty athletes that we're working with. Uh, more often than not, maybe 10, 15 athletes where you can really get to know people. You really get to know. You know, what's going on with their athletes, uh, how things are going when they arrive to practice, um, <clears throat> and just trying to elicit, um, you know, feedback 
about their lives. How's everything going? How was class today? How was your lab? How was your exam? How was this? How was that? Uh, taking a sincere interest in your athletes is going to go a long way. And much like young kids or young children when I was teaching, uh, they can see through kind of like the fluffiness, right? So kids kind of know, much like our athletes, even though they're not kids, uh, kind of know when we're trying to you know, pull one over them, if you will, or try and, I don't know, that sound is as genuine. Uh, they're able to read, read through that, and that's not really gonna help uh, establish good coach-athlete relationship dynamics. So those are some of the like ideas, there's a couple strategies right there, uh, that I talk about, and it's really cool. Just going and meeting other coaches and, and going into different gyms and just learning about culture. I learn just as much as hopefully everybody else does uh, when I'm there for that hour, hour and a half, two hours. Um, I try and figure out what, what's going well in one gym. Uh, what are some takeaways from me? Like, oh, this, this looks really good or this activity or how to break up this uh, throwing group or how to set up certain routine in the weight room, whatever it is, I think it's a learning experience there also. Uh, it's just kind of cool. I enjoy talking to other uh, coaches and individuals, especially athletes, just kind of learn a little bit more about, uh, you know, what's going on in you know, other parts of, you know, the region and the states, because not all things are the same. Uh, you know, sometimes the messages might be similar, but how they're received is going to be perceived um, differently. So it's kind of like uh, an overview of what uh, what the summer is hopefully going to look like. Like I said, June we had uh, see, six sessions lined up already, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, July and August are kind of filling up too, and I say the summer because a lot of our athletes, uh, especially at the college level, right, they're done for for the year uh, so our athletes after conference this weekend for those who don't qualify for regionals they have finals this upcoming week and they're going to go home and they're not going to come back to campus until like the end of august really so it's a nice way to work with coaches and help them try and stay engaged with their athletes over the course you know of the summer and setting up zooms or conference calls and, and just still trying to take a temperature of what's happening in their lives while while they're not um, you know right there on campus and for our high school friends who are gonna graduate or school's gonna uh, let out here in a few weeks same thing summer's a great time for coaches to kind of sit back and examine and think about you know what went well what didn't go well and uh, what they might be able to do more efficiently. I don't want to say better. Uh, so I think, you know, deep down we all mean well. We all try and do our best with how we engage and work with our athletes. Uh, but summertime is really a good time to just kind of think about how things went over the course of the season. I ask um, my athletes after the season is over to answer uh, four really short questions. Uh, not necessarily respond back to me, but respond to our head coach and send that information to Tim. 
and then Tim and I can have a conversation about what the athletes thought went well, what didn't go well, uh, what they liked, what they didn't like, and what I could do better in the future or you know next season uh, when we work together. Uh, and I think that's uh, a huge component of coach-athlete relationships is having that that trust in your athletes and a mutual respect that uh, that they'll feel comfortable answering questions like that. Uh, when I was at Fredonia and Naz, it was more of like a sit-down one-on-one, and I realized that that didn't always go as well because sometimes athletes feel uncomfortable saying that uh, they didn't like something that you did or um, how you structured practice or how you know a certain situation happened over the course of the season. Those like uh, other little fires that might come up, um, we handled when they came up. Uh, for some like, you know, do I talk too much to athletes? That means do I not talk enough? Is it to relax some of the situation? I've had other coaches uh, tell me I'm kind of uh, too laissez-faire or laid back at meets and it's like okay like that's what works for my athletes uh, might not work for other athletes where you, you have to have a different um, coaching style um, but anyway you know our coaching styles are, are fluid and dynamic and we try and meet the needs of all of our athletes when we're there but uh, yeah so that's well it's a lot of stuff all in one uh, big uh, video here but uh, yeah so if you're interested and having uh, me come out and talk to your coaches or even talk to your athletes. Uh, not so much about coach-athlete relationships, but goal setting, focus, like mindset strategies, things of that nature. Uh, you can reach out social media at Forts Athletics across all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, fortsathletics.com. Send an email, fortsathletics at gmail.com. Let me know. If you, if you want to have a conversation, at least an initial conversation, about what could be offered for, for your coaches and your athletes. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast about coach-athlete relationships, coaching style, coaching strategies, um, professional development and professional learning for your coaches. My name is Dr. Charles Inferna. Have a great day.